Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine. Come on in. What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. I am always your fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me, it's me, it's the J-A-M-I-E, your 1,781st favorite podcast host, and as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. And today's going to be a relatively short episode. I just wanted to put something out there just to quench your thirst until episode 10 comes out. So we're going to be talking today about Alien Covenant, the newest movie in the Aliens franchise the first time that Ridley Scott comes back to the film the sequel to Prometheus we get the origins of the aliens I was super excited for this movie I'm a huge fan of the alien franchise um, I was not expecting this to be alien or aliens I was expecting this to be better than Prometheus probably around what aliens 3 was um, and I was really excited for this when they announced it Ridley Scott coming back. We're finally going to get the Xenomorphs. I mean, it was going to be a continuation of Prometheus, like I said. It was everything that you could want if you were a fan of the franchise. I didn't see any spoilers for this. I didn't read any critic reviews because I do not like the critics. I went into this with a clear mind, clear perspective, and I sat down and was not blown away, not completely completely disappointed this movie fell short on a lot of things it's not that great of a movie um to be honest prometheus is actually a better movie than this and i was more enthralled with prometheus prometheus was being a great concept because it gave us what we wanted in the sense of we're getting a backstory of the xenomorphs of the whole alien world that was created this movie just isn't that it was billed as that but they kind of skip over it. It's going to be where the aliens come from. We're going to have a sequel to Prometheus. It's going to be a prequel to the Aliens movie. They try to cram it all together. It's a pretty long movie. And it just it falls really short of what we want from an alien movie. And what we expect from Ridley Scott's. The visuals are great. They're great visuals. Great backdrops. The direction is great. The script just wasn't what I wanted it to be. The Xenomorph is cool. It's always cool to see. But in this one... It's too CG-ish. The CGI isn't... To me, the aliens need to be practical. And there is a practical alien in this. But I just the CGI, to me, kind of kills the alien mood. Um, this alien, alien has a problem with headbutting glass. And I will say this one thing. The glass on these spaceships are really flimsy, apparently. I mean, I understand that the Xenomorph is probably putting a lot of force into it. But, guys, to be honest, this is supposed to... This, this whole glass on alien spaceship is supposed to be there to keep in the deep of space for impacts from meteorites, asteroids, space junk... Uh, pressure, it's supposed to withstand all that, and a xenomorph can just headbutt a few times and throw it. I don't know what the force of a xenomorph headbutt is. Maybe it's a lot of pressure. I don't know. I'll have to look into that eventually, but for that, it was just one thing. Um, they they kind of, the, the whole Prometheus thing, they tie it into it. They do have David, uh, the android from Prometheus. They do mention Ellen Shaw. They show pictures of her. They show a gravesite that, that they've landed on this planet where they found the engineers, and this is the problem that I mainly had with it. I was expecting... I was expecting a Prometheus sequel to where they kind of delve into it because the whole point of Prometheus was they wanted to find out where humans come from. They wanted to find out what where what our ancestry is, what our lineage is, why we're here. They go, Prometheus goes, they find a planet, they find the engineers, which are giant human-like human-like 
creatures. Basically, it's what we come from. And happen, problems ensue with the black goo. And at the end of it, when the engineer dies, we get our first look at a xenomorph-type alien character. Um, then Ellen Shaw picks up David's head, and they go off because she's going to complete the mission. She's going to find out where we come from. Cue this movie. They land on a planet. The there's a colon. There's a spaceship that's going to colonize. It's got the crew. It's got embryos, and it's got people that are going to colonize a planet other than Earth. They get a distress signal, which is John Denver playing. They go to find it, and when they do find it, excuse me, I had to take a little sip. Don't got a little dry. Anyway, back to what I'm saying. They go to where. They, they they go to find it, and again, this is going to be very spoiler-heavy. Uh, I might have been that for the first time. I don't know, but there's going to be spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I'm going to try not to get in that much, but it's going to be spoilers. Anyway, they go to find the distress signal. That's where they find David. David's been put together. He says that uh, Ellen Shaw died in the crash of the planet, which we find out to not be true. David killed her, dissected her. He's trying to create a perfect being out of the black goo and David's the one that essentially creates the xenomorph characters uh, he falls he shows up that they find the engineer planet they find the planet with the life forms that created earth I mean they created human beings were there and for some reason they're not giants they're just normal people on this one don't make sense I understand they didn't want to use a lot of CG they spent about all of two and a half minutes on this to, before David just lets loose a uh, the black goo dust and kills every one of them. They just gloss over the whole engineer storyline from Prometheus, which doesn't make sense to me. You could have dove into that and given me something. They they did that for closure because they're just trying to get to the aliens because they think that's what people want. So they try to give you closure on Prometheus, and it just doesn't. To me, it raises more questions than answers. He's killed Ellen Shaw, but yet David, when he's talking to Walter or other android in this movie. He's saying that he he was the perfect android. He he loved Ellen, and that I, I don't know if she didn't reciprocate his love or what, but he kills her, which makes no sense in the way he's talking. I don't know if he's trying to manipulate or if he's serious about it. He killed the entire planet of engineers. Uh, that's what they're called, the the people that created us. They they just gloss over that. He gives no reasoning behind it besides the fact that he says that. He's trying to create perfect life and that people aren't perfect, but he don't know what created these people. He don't know why they're here. It makes no sense plot-wise. They just gloss over it. They just put it in there, shoehorned, to get you to get from Prometheus to here. And then we see our first glimpses of Xenomorph-type characters. They're all white. They're standing on two legs. Uh, a Xenomorph-human hybrid, not like the one that was in... Uh, Prometheus, they're all white, they're bigger, they have a thirst for blood. David's saying if you blow in their nose for some reason, then you own them. Uh, they end up killing this one, David flips out. He's trying to create a perfect life form, and apparently a xenomorph is. They basically are saying that the android is the one that created the xenomorphs. For what reason, we don't know. Why, we don't know. They never really give a reason besides him saying perfect life and that people didn't deserve to live and he's trying to rectify something because he has daddy issues with the man that created him. I don't understand it. 
Uh, I don't think anybody really did. They didn't really give a lot of plot points to it. The movie is slow-paced. It takes a really long time to get into it. The xenomorph alien that we want to see, the whole reason we go to see an alien movie, is in this movie for ten minutes, uh, give or take, maybe fifteen, and it, it gets killed. And then there's an android fight, and and David kills the other android. Not, but they don't know that he takes his face. This movie is convoluted. the the plot the the plot makes no sense. They just shoehorned it out there. Ridley Scott, for everything he's done right and for everything that we love about Ridley Scott, the movie just doesn't work. Uh, I don't know if it's just the story was that bad. I don't know if, if he didn't have passion for it. If he's trying to make a bigger political statement by killing all the engineers and this android trying to say he's going to kill the human race and he's 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 trying to create life. It just makes no sense. He breed the, the, the androids are one breeding thing and making the aliens, and he's tried it on different animals and different plants and different people, and it just never worked. the The story's slow. Like I said, the the visuals are beautiful as they always are. the The space visuals are beautiful. The landscape of the planet they land on is very stunning, very well done. The dialogue isn't bad. It, it, there are certain points that do characters panic. When certain things happen, um, a, a character gets sick. They don't know what it is. They put her in quarantine. Put him in quarantine, and the the, the doctor or whatever that's there is panicking, not knowing what to do. It's like, did you not plan for this to happen? Did you not know flying through space that somebody could get a disease, a sickness that you didn't know anything about? That's why you have quarantine and you're panicking and you're running and you're you're shooting at random things and you're blowing up your own spaceship. It, I don't like I said from Alien. Alien was such a classic piece of sci-fi film. It was a classic piece of horror to where the suspense of seeing the alien for the first time built to a crescendo, and when you finally saw it, you were blown away. Um, aliens did the same thing, but they had multiple ones. Even Aliens Three and Alien Resurrection. They each brought their own thing to the table that made them an enjoyable film. This film just doesn't have that, in my opinion. It's not. Uh, it, it it's not the suspense that I want. Maybe we're maybe I'm just too used to the aliens and it wasn't that big of a deal. But it didn't have the suspense I want. It didn't build to the crescendo of having the alien be born, made, put on this earth, grown. I don't know what you want to call it. It, it just didn't have the effect that I was hoping for and that I was wishing for. I wanted something that was going to blow me away, give me something that made me go, that's where it came from. I can't, you know, you know, finally we know. And yeah, now I know, but I kind of wish I didn't because I really think I could have cut them up with something a little bit better than what they, than an android made it because he didn't like his daddy or hit the guy that made him. And he he's too smart for his own good. And all this other stuff, it just it's a, it's a really convoluted uh, story. Uh, I really, I mean, if you if you're a fan of the Alien franchise, you, you're gonna want to see this. Um, I really don't. Ex I really wouldn't go out and spend the nine fifty ten whatever to see the movie in theaters. Wait to see it on Redbox or catch it on Netflix when it comes at something. Um, it's it's worth a watch, but don't go out of your way to see this movie if you're expecting Alien, Aliens, if you're expecting Alien Resurrect, if you're expecting Prometheus, this movie is not for you. This movie is not that. This movie tries to be two different movies in one thing, and they shoehorned 
two storylines together and they just gloss over one in a five minute scene but they still try to tie it in with the rest of the film it's not good it's 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 a really bad movie um it, it's steadily gone down on rotten tomatoes uh which is apparently what every movie is judged on nowadays the critics after i've seen it i read some of the critics are tearing it apart uh the fans don't seem to like it and again I don't know what Ridley Scott was trying to do with this movie, but he he just fell flat. And I really hope because they're scheduled for I think two or three more. If he if they do do another one, I really hope against hope that Ridley Scott f- fixes what he did. I hope he goes back to to what to the what the originals were, and they were just a sci-fi horror suspense movie that kept you on the edge of your seat, not have you going. Is this over? I'm bored. You know that that type of thing. Ridley Scott is a—he's a very good director. He's a good writer. He does good movies, but this is just not one of his good movies. Um, Alien Covenant fell way short of what I wanted it to be. Go watch Prometheus, and you'll you'll understand. I mean, Prometheus was a lot better than this, and Prometheus—let's just face it—Prometheus sucked itself. Uh, but again, visuals are very good. The acting in it's good. Danny McBride—some people overact, but Danny McBride does a real good job in this movie my opinion uh we get a small weird cameo from james franco um which was strange to me james franco was a is a pretty big character you know big name and he's just a blurp blip blip blurp he's a blip <laughs> excuse me for my mess up he's just a blip on the radar of, of this movie he's just in it to be somebody's husband that dies um again spoiler alert but you know like i said if you're an alien fan you can watch this movie on Redbox, and, and for a dollar, I wouldn't say it's a terrible, but I would not pay. It's not nine fifty. It's not ten fifty worth. Um, it's just it is what it is, and hopefully, it leads into bigger and better movies. Hopefully, because because right now the bar is set pretty low on what this new Alien trilogy, if they even do it, is supposed to be. It's set really, really low. So hopefully. Hopefully Ridley Scott learns from this and he goes back to what worked with Alien and Aliens. He goes back to that that formula and maybe it's not maybe it's the lack of Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, I said Weaver. Maybe it's the lack of Sigourney Weaver. I don't know. It's just the the Xenomorph didn't have a it did and the Xenomorph just didn't seem as terrifying in this one. It was just too quick. They didn't have enough time to establish it being this cold-blooded killer. They just tried to make it real quick as as you knowing it's a killer, which we all know, but it just it just didn't work the way I wanted it to. That's that's pretty much all I got to say. Uh, I'm pretty much going to end the episode here. Again, this is just a quick little one to get you just to whet your little appetites until episode 10 comes out. I got something special for episode 10. Um, well, I think it's special, and I, I think it's probably going to be one of the, the best ones I've done so far. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, listen to it. Uh, subscribe on SoundCloud.com slash Podcast. Download the free SoundCloud app. Subscribe to the podcast, and you will you can get it free. Listen to it anywhere on the go. You'll get new updates every Sunday. Thank you all again for stopping into the Nerd Pool Podcast. All my chimichangas and tacos, my pools and poolettes. Thank you all for being here with me. Thank you for... Allowing me to do this for you every week. Sometimes I miss a week and I apologize for that. But thank you for allowing me to do it for you every week. And again, thank you all. Remember, this isn't goodbye. This is just see you next week. Episode 10 is coming. Y'all have a good time. Peace!
Oh, okay, wait, that.